ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Hey, go light bloomers. Okay, boys, welcome back to the Late Bloomers Supercoach Podcast. I got a great one for you today. I got Wilfred from the Supercoach Champions, the Supercoach Whisperer, and Dusty from the Headbin, three of the best minds in Supercoach, uh, all on board to do a mock draft of our shambles of a draft board. The Bloomers boys have done trades left, right, and center in the offseason to make this mangled mess. So, uh, yeah, four of the best, no, all three of the best uh, in the game. Uh, go head-to-head in this mock draft. Two teams each. Uh, hope you all enjoy. Just a quick note, the league this year, it's eight men. Uh, we got the one hooker, two front row, two second row, one halfback, one five eight, two center wing, a fullback, and then seven on the bench as it is a keeper league this year. Uh, but yeah, anyway, boys, I hope you enjoy. All right, so we're here with uh, Catfish from Supercoach Champions podcast, Josh from uh, Supercoach Whisperer, and Dusty from The Headbin. Uh, so we're going to do the mock draft for the late bloomers. This draft has been pretty uh, rooted by trades. Uh, you can see already in the first round, boys, that where Dusty's going to be picking, the Gypsies here, they have picked three and four. The Lightning have traded up to pick one, and I have traded the Wizards out of the first round completely. And uh, <laughs> so if we look, uh, the Lightning's going to pick eight times in the first. Wombats are going to pick ten. Then the Gypsies only have eight. The Royals have 10. The Lopes have 10. Uh, the Virgins have 10. Nick, the Five Flyers, only has seven. He traded a lot of draft picks last year uh, on the eve of the grand final to get a bunch of my players in while I was still in contention for the grand final. And so he's only picking seven times. And through a bunch of trades after I got drafted the first overall pick, I'll be picking 16 times in the first round. So I really <laughs> hope you don't screw me, Josh. Because <laughs> uh, I'm using this as just a bit of a training exercise. I'm a bit nervous because going into last year's draft, the boys were clueless. And I've got some blokes that are way smarter than anyone in the league to just give them a bit of a handbook to make it a bit more competitive this year. So I'll start it off with the first pick. Obviously, I'll take Turbo. Yeah, there's no there's no real talking point when it comes to Turbo. I do think he's in for a slight regression, um, but... Not 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 to enough honest, to not enough to knock him off one oh one. I've taken the lightning so that the most boring pick could go to me, so the blokes with brains could take the rest of the picks. <laughs> <laughs> Hard All to right, argue Will, with number one. All right, with pick number two, I'm gonna go with someone I think has very close ceiling to Turbo. And I think I'm gonna go with Ryan Pappenhausen, my boy. Oh <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I mean, I agree with the that, statement, but like that, that, yo. That's blown me out of the water. That is, wow. So, so we, we've gone from the Gypsies having to pick their sort of second um, player. Because like, obviously, like in the way most mocks are going to go, this is stuck between, oh, between Pat did and... Did everyone think yeah. Cleary's going second? Yeah, man? 100%. Did everyone have Cleary nailed on second? I love that pick, though. I love that pick. I that's was going to... balls for the wall. Look, I think um, Cleary was the probably the expected pick, but I don't know. I'm a bit iffy on the whole injury side of things there. Yeah, uh, hey, and... and keep them guessing too. That's the thing on the draft night. If you'd pull something like that out, the rest of the first round just start quaking in their boots and their whole plan goes out the window. So you get that advantage. 
Yeah, no, that's fair. But I mean, obviously, the closer you draft, if you're drafting this closer to round one and you've got more information about Cleary's injury, like I'm working off the assumption that he might miss about three rounds, which could be totally wrong. So, you know, if he's back round one, then I think I'd have to go back to Cleary on that one. But at this stage, I mean, I don't think you could go too far wrong with Pappenhausen either way. Nah, no, I, like I think it. it's a solid pick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, Dusty, you got the the famous back to back, but it's picks three and four. What do we do? Oh well, this is this is fairly easy for me. Um, I'm going to go Cleary in three and back it up with Teddy at four. That's dangerous, eh? Yeah, that like that, and that's and that's the, that's the thing with with not taking or in this scenario, like most drafts would work out where. Uh, like the the gypsies would have to work out what they're doing, and they have to reach for a guy higher. But having Cleary drop to you at three is is huge. I yeah, like that absolutely. All right. Well, if I'm if I'm picking five here, I guess I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Latrell. Yeah, I think Latrell is the consensus five in a lot of mocks that I've seen. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of the picks that well, a lot of the mocks that I've seen have. Grant at six, and that's where I'm going to be leading towards for uh, the Antelope's first pick. Yeah, I like that there too. So right, was, that was that Harry Grant? Was that Harry Grant? Yeah. Yep. All right. So Will Flyers. Now you got to be careful with these boys because you see they picked eight and nine. Then don't pick again till twenty-five, and then don't hang pick on, again hang after on. that. Isn't the Virgins in there? Virgins up first. Oh, Virgins. sorry. Oh, oh, getting too excited. <laughs> yeah, I know I had two early, but uh, yeah, I've got one here. Um, having a bit of fun with this, I am going to take uh, Dave for feeder at seven. Ooh, it's a tough one, especially especially in December. It's hard to criticize anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly why I'm doing it. No one knows. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll take uh, Dave for feeder at number seven for the Virgins' first pick. All right, now we go on to the Flyers, who traded everything for a grand final victory last year. Jeez, did they actually win? They won, right? Yeah, <laughs> highest score of the season in the grand final. Fair enough, then. I guess if if, if they sold the, <laughs> sold the farm for at least they got a win out of it. <laughs> All right, because as you pointed out, I've got pick eight and then pick nine, so back to back, but then nothing for pretty much two full rounds. I think I'm going to have to go a little bit smarter with the draft strategy here. And, you know, with the you know, three of the top fullbacks gone, you know, top halfback gone as well. And surprisingly, top, <laughs> uh, not not surprisingly, Hooker, obviously, I expected Harry Grant there. But Dave Fafita, a bit of a bit of a left field one there. I think I'm going to have to aim for one of the top five, eight positions and i'm gonna go with cam munster i know he misses round Ooh. one but I'm, I'm i'm really excited for Munster this year i think he's going to be the number one full uh five eighth by the end of the season wilfred to draft only storm players confirmed at any cost <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice and who who do we get on the back to back i'm gonna go again with the position there and i'm gonna go with um dce oh i was expecting hughes just to keep with the theme but i like it <laughs> All right, then the Virgin's back up. So the far, Virgin's you've got Dave for feeder. Well, I'm going to take... Ooh, okay. Number 10. Yeah, it's a bit of a tough one, this one. I think I'm going to take, again, 
And I'm going to use the Virgins as my little bit of a um, test case here and just uh, go with some outlandish stuff. I'm going to take Jerome Hughes at number 10. I don't hate that there. Considering how, how, how short supply the halfbacks are, in my opinion, that's the halfbacks done. All right. Yeah, well, DCE just got taken, so it's kind of forced my hand a little bit. I've got to reach for Hughes a bit there. So, How, how the seventh best player in this draft class has fallen to me at 11, I will never know. I have a feeling it's going to be my boy, isn't but it? But Brian Toto. Brian Toto. <laughs> I like that. So right, I guess, you know, maybe I'm showing my um, my inexperience in the draft position, but with only two center wing here, I don't think I could justify spending a top two round position, uh, you know, on the center wing spot, basically. It does bring up a point if you only have two of them, but think about it also. If the, you only have two of them and he somehow nabs someone like Garrick as well, assuming he doesn't go to one of the Wizards' 83 picks coming up here, if you get two of the best center wings in a league where the team only has two center wings, that's pretty deadly. It's yeah. almost like playing with three fullbacks. I think I think the point with, we... with, with Toto is like it's he's not a center wing, is he? Like his output, his output is one of of a of a a gun to RF or or a pain house. Like his base is just is phenomenal, and and it's just the added bonus of the fact that he's going to be on the end of a lot of attack, which surely bumps him up to to realistically being being at a top ten prospect. I can live with Toto. I can live with Toto being picked where he is. Anybody who picks Ruben Garrick in the first, I'm going to say four rounds is oh, give me some of what spicy. give me some of what you're smoking. Because I tell you what, we just we just off air we just spoke about Tommy's regression, right? Tell me, someone tell me that uh, Ruben Garrick's total output wasn't a direct result of Tommy. Oh yeah, it absolutely was. One hundred percent. But but, but, but we Tommy. also did say that Turbo would regress, but still be. Insanely elite. Yeah, well then, well then, Garrick's got to regress, and then is he a top four round pick? That's all I'm saying. But the thing with Garrick is he's, he's got to save twenty points just off the tee. Yeah, yeah, it, well, which he does. But then he had that outlier season, not last season, but the season before, where he kicked it like sixty three percent. So Listen, Garrick yeah, didn't go uh, undrafted last year for no reason. Is all I'll say. Yeah. He, <laughs> He, he turned out to be one of, one of the best waiver pickups of all time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right. At number 12, I'm taking him. I don't know why he's still there. Cody Walker. Get him in. Yeah, very yeah, much so. I was, yeah, I was really hoping he would he would drop, but understandable that, that he hasn't. All right. Well, so the Wizards, is, this, is, is, this is when we're going to go rapid pick fire. Of the draft. Oh, this is, this is tricky. And I've, I've, un, I've come unprepared. If the problem <laughs> I have with having so many picks back-to-back is on draft line, I'm going to cop it because every pick's going to seem like a reach. But I'm going to be filling all the positions. So I'll be, I'll be the one taking Garrick in the first four. <laughs> so first, first pick, and this is probably a reach, but the fact that he is dual and he'll fill the spine, I think picks himself, and, and that is Luke Keery. Yeah, I like that. Yep, I like that too. I would have actually, and you know, maybe this is a bit of a hot take, but I, I would pick Kiri ahead of Cody Walker. Don't oh, say that. Oh, that is, that is spicy. Not, a, not on my podcast. Do Ooh. not say that to me. 
Luke, just Ooh. just bringing the fire, mate. <laughs> he is coming you know, back from an ACL. But what Kiri did before he went down last year, dude, he was on fire. The thing is, you have so many draft picks. I feel like it's back okay from to an reach ACL. Like yeah, but he's not. But yeah. he, he's he's not a front row forward coming off an ACL. He's just a half that's a stand there, run five minutes, and and put it off to Teddy. All right, who do we yeah. take after Luke? This, this, this is what I was just saying. Like you've got four hundred thousand picks. I feel it's okay to reach here. Yeah, yeah, which sure. is fair, fair. Um, so in that case, I'm gonna take Cam Murray at fourteen. Just because I know that you if like I like Murray more than more than Gus, and I think that's brave. I just like Murray's judiciary record more than Gus. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and and also right, also Bill. the fact the force of the fact is is if I miss someone here, there's like if I, if you in, in your position here, some drafting your your side, if you have five guys in your head that you like here, and you miss two of them, which is what happens on this board, you're still going to get the other three. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it's, I've worked myself into a mischief. This, this is, I'm looking at it now, and I'm almost in love with how much purple's on the board. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Who do we take at fifteen? That's Wilfred. He's got DC. He's got. Oh no, sorry. He's only got Pappy. This is Wombats. I'm just looking at Wombats. this. Wombats. What am I doing here? Um, if only he had a elite halfback. <laughs> Uh, look, I think I'm going to go up top uh, looking at the positions here. I know, you know, Harry Grant was the number one guy, but unfortunately not there anymore. Oh, look, I'm going to go with Damien Cook. Yeah, yes, nice. I like oh, that. Good get it. Good get it, 15. Very good get it, 15. Dam- Damien Cook, outside of the Wayne Bennett system, we could we could see him back under that Seabold form. Yeah, I'm not really too much never said, I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever used Seabold form in a positive light before. Yeah, you're just feeling some trigger, some some flashbacks right now. I'm not, you, not can, you, very you, well. you can you, you can clip that one up and title it Seabold better than Bennett? Question mark. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. Wizards again on a back to back here. Jesus. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we'll take Gus here, I guess. I like that. And then give me give me pain horse. Oh, you yeah. bastard. Ooh, it's just yeah. filled, man. That pack's now Gus Murray pain horse, and we're in the third round. All right, Wombats. Yeah, I'm going to need a little bit of time here right now. <laughs> you took my <laughs> <laughs> I was all ready to go with pain horse, and um, it Devo now. <laughs> Not happening. Hey, there's a guy that's dropping down this board at a rapid rate, and his name's Cameron McInnes. Yeah, I'm not keen on McInnes yeah. at, at 13. <laughs> I know, I know, in the, in the classic sphere, and I know that since Wolf and I are the classic guys, like there's been a lot of chat about McInnes, but I just don't rate him wearing the 13 compared to him wearing the nine. Oh, that's bold. I think if you, if you, oh, I mean, that's it's just my heart that I'm talking with, but. He's just a worker, man. He just—he's just gonna get the points no matter where they are, in my opinion. I think so, but I'm not that bullish. I, I still don't think I'd want to grab him. Sight unseen, new team, new role, off an ACL. There's just too many question marks for me. I know the dual position thing's great for draft, and that's probably one of the reasons you might go earlier on him. But mm. yeah, I'm kind of with um, with Whisperer here. I'm a little bit. I'm, I'm happy to let someone else take him, basically. 
So <laughs> well. on that, um, I might go with just looking at my team here. Uh, given I've got a, a hooker, a fullback, and things are pretty bare. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot of spots. Um, I think someone mentioned the halfback was pretty, pretty rubbish after a while. Yes. And so I think I'm going to happily wait a little bit longer on that. So I'm actually going to, this could really burn, but I'm going to, I'm going to take a punt on Jerome Luai here. I think that we will see more of the first half of the Luai season. What the fuck is this, Wilfred? For a long time there, Luai was second or first in Supercoach stats. He was running it for a long time at the first half of last year. But oh. Do you just have some anti-Cleary agenda, Wilfred? No. <laughs> Mate. I was Cleary's biggest fanboy all last preseason, so I don't think there's any anti-Cleary agenda. I genuinely think, though, like that that shoulder injury is not easy to come back from the the, the reconstruction he's had. Um, it's massive, so you know I'm not doubting Cleary long term. It's just I don't know if he's going to be you know straight back in and being what he was for the first half of last year, which was literally incredible. And it was good the second half when he got back, but he was managing that shoulder. So yeah. mm. I just think there's a potential that maybe once he's back and he's easing in, like Luai might have to play a bigger role. And you know, if oh, you're backing your boy Brian Toro, I think he's gonna you're gonna need Luai <laughs> to step up. <laughs> fair, fair. Look, I guess I, I think all you boys can can safely say that we have a pretty good foundation this side with with Payne Haas, Angus, uh, Cam Murray. And Kiri, I think it's time we take a bit of a reach on an, on an injured star in a very favourable dual position matchup that he gets this year. And look, we're happy to hold him on the bench, and uh, and that's the heart and soul of the Tigers in Adam Dewey, and we'll we'll pick him at, at centre wing. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow! Oh, what are you doing to my beautiful squad? <laughs> wow! Are we are we not a fan of no. of Adam Dewey? Well, I, I, love, I love Adam Dewey, but didn't he do his ACL in the second last game of the year? Partial partial ACL. He'll be back in eight weeks. <laughs> but he had to get uh, surgery, though, didn't he? Yeah, surgeries for for the week. I don't think he's back any earlier than round seven, man. That, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Eight, 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 eight weeks, exactly. That's what I just, just said. Just no, I don't think he's the, No, well, Adam Dewey, the Adam Dewey at center wing. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to take, uh, for the Lightning, this is their second pick of the draft after trading everything for Turbo. So I need some stabi- some stability. I think I'm going to take, well, uh, as I say that, I'm going to take a stupid pick and I'll take Brandon Smith for the stability. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's fair. You know what the big variable is in Brandon Smith this year is the uncertainty around Kamikamika and Nelson's uh, vaccination um, circumstance. Those two, there's two middle forwards that are out. So also, also the fact that Bellamy could just four. say, go rotten reserve grade for all I care. Nah, he wants premierships, man. He wants premierships. Uh, we'll see, oh, how, we'll see how many pranks, we'll see how many pranks Bellamy can take from an outgoing player. <laughs> How many how many times you can square it away as Brandon being cheeky before you drop him? 
All right. And then I, I pick yeah. for the Royals here. I think I'm going to take... Give me Cam McInnes here. I like that. Man. Yeah, nice. All right. Who's up? The Antelopes. The Antelopes. Grant and Toto. Probably need some kind of spine, don't we? You know what? He's looking He's looking very girthy in the preseason. Give me Sam Walker. Ooh. Bad? I mean, considering all other halfbacks are done. We'll, we'll throw in Sam Walker. All right, the Virgins. Dusty, you're back, finally. <laughs> after an onslaught yeah, of, wiz- after an onslaught here, of Wizards picks. Yeah, I'm still here, lads. All right, so the Virgins is my, like, um, you know, reach team. So I'm going to continue down that theme. And so 23, I'm going to take Nico Hines at yeah. fullback. Oh, I like that there. I like that there a lot. I don't, but I'm no, I'm no draft expert. <laughs> ooh, oh, ooh, look, what's, what's, this, this what's is, the beef with Nico? Oh, no, no is, beef uh, with Nico. I, I'm a big fan of him. I just don't think he's going to go as well Supercoach-wise. That's fair. Yeah, at, at and, and, and that's exactly to... right. It's a different, it's a completely different system at the Sharks. But all the elements are there. I think that uh, he's he's in a pretty good system. I'll, I would be very surprised if in most drafts Nico Hines drops later than round four. I think yeah. he goes in the top four rounds. Off that average alone, after a few Bevraginos, you're just looking <laughs> at the averages and you're like, yeah, Nico will be all right. I like the Storm, and then you realise he's at the Sharkies. He just, the, the, the thing that worries me is he's going to be standing so close to the ruck compared to what Melbourne when he was obviously like standing just inside inside the opposition centre and he could be finishing a lot of things, whereas it, we're going to have to see him create a lot more compared to, to being at fullback. Mm. So I think that, that's that's the big big question mark. Yeah, You're going to know whether I... he's goal-kicking or not by the time you draft, right? So one is yeah. he goal-kicks, you're going to get probably 16 points. Who's taking it off him? Like Tr- Trindle, I guess? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's exactly right. Maybe Trindle. So I, I think Hines is probably a good show there. But also, don't forget his average last year was impacted by the last probably month of the season. He was coming off the bench playing bugger all mm. minutes. So he's going to be playing eighty minutes every week. Yeah, right. but he's halfback though. That's the problem. We don't have very much of him playing halfback aside from two games. Well, he was playing five eighth and halfback. And in those two games, it was like 60 and a 50 or something like that. So I'm not saying it couldn't pay off. I just think there's a lot more risk there. And now he's fullback and halfback. Like he's coming in at two very tough spots where I guess, you know, there are probably could be better options. I know, I mean, if you're looking at the next best halfback option or the next best fullback option, there's an argument that Nico probably isn't either of those right now, but... Again, dual position. I know draft that. That's really handy. So, it's a reach, but that's what the Virgins is all about. It's about a reach. Put it three spots for your next pick. <laughs> they're, they're, they're virgins, mate. They're hand, They're all hands. So you know, they don't know where to. You know, they know where to put things or whatever. They've tucked him at fullback. So we'll take Nico at uh, at fullback. All right, you're probably sick of me saying this, but the Wizards are back on the clock. Who do we take? <laughs> We're reaching here, boys. We're reaching at pick 24, but I want to get a fullback. You know, 
Yes, because there's a fullback that's out there, and I'm screaming to take him for the Wizards. Oh, you're 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 screaming Matt Dufty, but I'm I'm uh, I'm not yelling that conversation. No, no. <laughs> there's a Queenslander that's still on the board somehow. Oh, that doesn't that doesn't help. What I'm thinking of, I'm thinking between Walsh and Ponga. <laughs> It's got to be Ponga, right? Yeah, that's 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 where I'm leaning towards. KP at pick twenty four. That's that's a oh, that's value. That's big value. Yeah, like that. uh, yeah, that's good value. That's real good value. All right. Oh, here we go. This is the High Flyers' third pick. He's got yeah, DC and Munster. Oh, that is a night. Nice, hey, you can't complain too much with a solid start like that. DC and Mad Dog. I think I think Wilf. I mean, if you got Ponga here, it would have been a miracle. I think I think I think, I think Wilf just chalked up the loss during Origin Week with uh, with this with this halves combination. Well, surely you guys are playing no buys and draft, right? <laughs> no, no buys is for cows. No it's buy like classic. <laughs> uh, look, I think you know if if Ponga was still on the board here, I would have gone him, but he's not, unfortunately. So I might actually look at the other option there and go with Reese. Reece. Yes, Reece. love, love, Reese. Yeah, nice one. That gives a pretty, pretty strong spine there. I reckon. Very Queensland yeah. bias I think there. Reese running off SJ. That 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 just makes me tingly inside, honestly. Very, very <laughs> strong Queensland bias there from uh, from Wilfred. <laughs> None at all. None at all. DC monster world. The anti, the anti Cleary slash Queensland agenda from from Wilfred. <laughs> All right, the Virgins are back for Feeder Hughes and Nico Hines. <laughs> the reach around. That's, that, that's a boom or bust team if I've ever heard one. Oh, it's massive. It's huge boom or bust. So, ooh. so keeping with that theme again, we might actually take Mr. Ruben Garrick. Yes, I like that there. Even though you've just said taking him in the fourth round, you want something that someone's smoking. <laughs> Immediately taking him in the fourth. Mate, really when like I put Garrett the there. when I put the Virgins hat on, it's a different playing field <laughs> altogether. Right? I, I so, think Garrett's crazy value. If he if he can do half of what he did last year, that's crazy value. All right, Antelopes. We've got Grant, Sam Walker, and Brian Toto. Oh, jeez. I'm looking at a fullback, or I'm looking to fill out this spine, and. Uh... Give me, give me, fifteen seconds, boys. I'm, I've got my pick loaded up, and I feel like it's going to upset some people. <clears throat> All right, what's everyone's thoughts on the Bulldogs this year? Because I feel like I said that last year, and I got sucked into the Carl Flanagan trap. Um, aren't they up to win the premiership this year? That's what most of the doggies fans. That's are what saying. the doggies fans think. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in 2023, right when the. the... Half the signings they've actually made finally arrive at the top. <laughs> I think the do you, dogs will be there or thereabouts the top eight. Do you guys follow it, the NBA much? Of course. All yeah. Right. Me, would you me. would you have thought would you have thought that the Bulls would be going as good as they were are going this year? No. Yeah. No, exactly. That, 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 so yeah, they're a bit of a they're kind of like they've thrown all these pieces together and you go, well, the, is the chemistry going to be there? But I looked at the Bulls before the season and went. They've basically got three, four guards going into two or you know, three. I really work, like work. this analogy. This you is know, a, uh, that is a really good way to look at it. Because looking at the Bulls, I thought they were nothing. Really, they had some okay pieces, but it's like the chemistry, like you say. Yeah, that they do remind me of the Bulldogs, actually. 
Okay, so I, 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 I thought I thought this wouldn't work. So I thought he was fi- um, halfback only, but he's actually five eight only. So it does work for my team. And saying that, um, yeah, even at pick twenty seven, I think Burton is too much yeah, to pass like up. It. So yeah. we'll, we'll take yeah, Burton there. Good pick. Didn't he just drop down some boards on the dual destruction day? Yeah, look, I, <laughs> I, I said my piece about him at centre wing. Um, I, don't, I don't understand why people are blowing up about it, but it made for good talking points. Oh, it, was fun. it was fun to get upset. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were a big uh, Burton baffler. Yeah, I, I, I'll still only, when I write his name down, refer to him as Dally M center wing of the center of the. It's year. funny because uh, a lot of people are saying that Burton. <laughs> a lot of people were, were, were complaining complain that Burton lost his center wing eligibility despite never having it in the first place. He was uh, he was just a halfback five eight <laughs> last year, so. But, but yeah, you know, but what about okay? So talk to me about. I'm sorry, Whisper, I must have missed your your banter on this. But what about the you and Aiken thing? He played six games of back row last year. Yeah, but it's it's got nothing got to that. do with that. It's 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 got to do with what with what. And um, Wilfred's the man to ask here because he knows it all. But from yeah. my understanding, it's what it's what the 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 idea of what the player is going to play next year. And and me and Wilfred had a chat about this on Twitter. Like there was, there's never any plan for for Burton to play centre wing next year. Like they're not paying him this money for him to come in and sit in the centres. Is that is that right, Wolf? That that's sort of how it it's done. Yeah, they used to pretty much look at, well, firstly, the clubs all nominate, you know, whether this player is in the halves or in the backs or whatever it is. So that's one of the guidelines they'll use to allocate a player's eligibility. And then they'll look at, obviously, where they actually played the previous season. So sometimes that comes into it. But someone like uh, Ewan Aitken, I think the worries have been pretty clear that he's an option for the back row, but he's also one of their centre options as well. So he genuinely could play either centre wing and back row i think if you go back a couple of years like britain Nakora, one that stands out he obviously was um second row all season but his debut year the sharks listed him as one of their outside backs and he was training in the preseason with the outside backs as well as in the back row so that's why he got that dual position status there you, you do get a few I don't know how many... go on i don't know what annoys me more the fact that i don't get to cheekily play him in center wing or the fact that i just got calmly explained a very good reason as to why <laughs> you, you do <laughs> get a few refute. <laughs> you do get a few outliers in the fact that we had Dane Laurie at uh front row forward slash I think it was center wing uh two years ago so that they're, they're always Jake, the Jakey Grant Jakey Grant you know how that came about that? though right what was yeah. that Wolf you know how the Dane Laurie thing came about right wasn't there another Laurie that played front row forward or something like that uh, I read he's his uncle he's actually his uncle uh, yeah he used to be a prop so their system, the database, still had Dane Laurie as a front row forward. So he was in the system oh, wow. as one. I rate that. And then they realized, oh, crap, this is the wrong Dane Laurie. Uh, he's actually a fullback. And then they added that dual position status. Like, I feel like I feel like 2019 was like the peak of, of dual position. Because I know 2019 we had Kurt Capewell. We had Britton Nakora. We had um, John Bateman as well. Because that was the year that I went really well. And I just had my, my, my center wing just stashed with, with forwards. And and that was that that was a glory times, especially John Bateman. Uh, I think we picked him up for four hundred k in classic that year. And yeah, but you, you, you do get the random outliers. But yeah, I think Wilf explained the the Matt Burton situation as calmly well, as he could was, put it. Yeah, that was fantastic, mate. I mean, I don't know how many people this podcast is going out to, but the more the better because it will <laughs> calm down people like me <laughs> when I, I see I, the the positions are going. What that that's perfect. Like you know, yeah, the I fact think... that you guys get access to the 
the clubs, um, you know, how they like to allocate the, the, the players. That, that's that's perfect. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. There that was, was frustratingly eloquent. The, the, <laughs> there was always the myth around the whole like, oh, if you play three games there, that qualifies you. But I think in the Matt Burton situation, when you've moved to a completely different new club and they're paying you this lots of money, they're not going to put you uh, in the centres. Wilfred, I'm right. going to hijack this real quickly, mate. Real quick. A super even ever looking at mid-season positional changes to as like I think there's another platform out there that we won't mention that that does it so if a player gets stuck in the <laughs> that big bad corporation the NRL half a dozen games <laughs> do they do they is there a point where they're thinking about maybe halfway through the season we update a player's positions to accommodate where they're playing for that season I mean, like, honestly, I don't really have that much more inside information. I just get every now and again, I get a chance to talk to some Tommy. Why Sangster. not? Come on, uh, man. Need an insider. <laughs> having said Give that, me the files. Said that, I, <laughs> I do know that they've explored it in the past, but I think sure. from an IT perspective, whether it's uh, maybe incompetence or a lack of transparency on that rick front they're, they're not really considering it basically i think, I think also from a, a, a fairness point of thing as well like let, let's say that you have you bought player one in an undesirable position you bought him from round one and all of a sudden player one is now available in a more desirable position that everyone can just sort of latch on to I, I don't think that's particularly fair either um so I, I do like the fact that it is set in a sense there yeah, I think generally what they're more worried about is when a player, like if they're making those adjustments, they they, they try not to set it up so they take away uh, positions as well, which I think that would be the argument, right? Mid-season, you're, you're wanting to, you know, say someone like uh, a and if he's playing back row only, do they take away a center wing eligibility or is it mm. always just adding? Yeah, um, yeah because, sure. Like when they do that, like you're getting players stuck, you know, if someone if, who, who's had and can stuck in the center wing like they can't just change that so that they can't you know it'll potentially break the team so i yeah. think that's probably why they they stay away from it at the end of the day look we we have enough bugs uh in the, in the game already i just think for them to introduce more stuff like that is just asking for trouble and anyway logical mate anyway with the 27th pick i took matt burton <laughs> yeah yeah all right so 28 <laughs> i'm taking a guy that i think will never go this low based on average alone and auto-picking, I'm going to take IPAP. I don't like it, but I think he could have some upside. Isaiah Papali'i. I actually don't mind that there. Like, the dual position, and plus, if he does start on the edge again, I mean, yeah, you're going to love it. It's obviously everyone's got fresh in their mind him finishing the year playing prop. Mm. But, you know, another preseason after, and who knows what uh, Brad Arthur's going to do. To start next year. Straight after that, into the Lightnings, who only have Brandon Smith and Turbo. He is out for quite a while, but I like him too much. I'm going to take Tohu Harris. Jeez, everyone jumped up and down about Dewey, but isn't Tohu out for... <laughs> I think he's similar time frame. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot longer. I thought he was out for a lot longer. The thing with Tor- what we were saying before was there's only two days that really matter in draft, and that's... Draft day and grand final day, and Torhu should be there on grand final day, so I'll get him in. All right, the Gypsies. This is actually their first pick since the first round where they got that Cleary Teddy back-to-back. But let's be fair, if they get Cleary Teddy, do they really need anything else? Who do we take at 30? 
Cleary and Teddy, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I still can't believe that. Teddy. I know. All right, fire off a player who uh, might be. I might he's uh, already been taken. So please, um, just hit me up if I have. But has Mad Dog been taken? Yeah, well, <laughs> has Mad Dog eight. been taken? <laughs> number eight. Eight, yeah, okay. That was, mate. That was like eight. a week ago. So worth a, worth a pun. <laughs> All right, bro. Any chance Turbo's still on the board? Yeah, I'll chuck him out there. Okay. <laughs> Hey, mate! Hey, man! Ponga drop. Didn't Ponga drop to twenty-four? That's Ponga. Yes, he did. <laughs> stranger things. That, stranger things have happened. Okay, uh, I'm going to take uh, Maddo on an edge. Yeah, I don't I hate like that. that. He I had do. so I much hype going into last year, didn't he? All right, Wombats, you're back. You have Cookie, Luai, and Pappy. So, like, half a good chunk of the New South Wales Blues team, right? Yeah, you've got a Queensland side and a New South Wales side. <laughs> All right, I am going to break it up a little. And I'm, I'm still going to go at the halfback position. I, I, maybe this is a... Please don't a, take, a, please a don't take my pick. I was going to take... Maybe it's a naive pick, but I think he's someone that's flying a little bit under the radar here. But Ben Hunt... Oh, that's fine. went really, really well. He's okay. only half-back only. But he is only half-back only, unfortunately. Did lose his hooker status, which is not ideal. Yeah, but I mean, he's the fourth. If you take Nico Hines out of the equation there, who was, who's in averages there because he was playing fullback primarily, he's ahead of Walker. He's just behind Jerome Hughes. He's actually yeah, averaged really well last year. So. Oh, yeah, mm. no, ben Hunt is a perfectly fine pick. Like, there's... The, the the problem with Ben Hunt is there is there is nothing exciting about him. It's it's just you're you're yeah. picking you're picking Ben Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Wizards, Payne Haas, Angus Crichton, Cameron Murray, Luke Keary, Adam Dewey, and Caleb Ponga. This is a very strange territory because I don't have a pick next round, so I'm gonna be sitting on my hands waiting around. But we're gonna take. It's it's just written in the narrative, isn't it? He's come back home, Sean Johnson. I like it. Touch footy god. <laughs> Touch footy god. And I, I think he's 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 becoming better as a halfback as well. Like he's just his game awareness, I think, has improved uh, immensely, and I, I think that's going to have a big benefit onto uh, Walsh, who took went, went a couple of picks higher as well. Mm. All right. Well, here you're picking again straight away for the antelopes. You got Harry Grant, Sam Walker, Matt Burton, and Brian Toto. This is an interesting one because there's a lot of quality fullbacks still on the board um, that there haven't is. been that haven't been taken yet. There's a certain king that's still out there. When as high as tenth, I think he went about our mock draft. <laughs> one of our mock, yes. What does he need? He needs a fullback and some some picks. Yeah, needs some needs some base. Right. I want to do it. Uh, I think I might do it. Give me boom or bust, Tavita Pengai Jr. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, yeah, you would like him. Broncos boy. 
Hey, what All do you right. mean? He's not a Bronco anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> no, no. Neither's Ben Hunt, but there he went. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. The Wombat, which is uh, Wilf. Don't, rem- You've got don't, don't, don't remind Hunt Wilf about Ben Hunt and the Broncos. <laughs> he cost he cost Anthony Milford at Clive Churchill. I'll, I'll always stand by that. <sighs> Please don't. Please don't remind me, honestly. Oh, this is not what I signed up for. And Tom's a All Cowboys fan, is, too. Yeah, Cowboys fan that was at that game on the end where Kyle Felt put it down. Oh, is there a better night in history? Wilfred, tell me. <laughs> Paul I'm with the next pick. <laughs> I'm going to select a bit of an upside pick here, a bit of a smoky, and I'm actually going to go with Joshy Schuster. Yeah, nice. I like that. In second He's got row. that handy 5-8 second row duel now, and if yeah, the eyes swap, I think Schuster's a good replacement for him there, so I don't mind that bit of upside too. I know that Tom has a big uh, a big heart on for, for Josh Schuster this year, so I, I think he, he I likes did, that I pick. I love Josh Schuster. <laughs> Well, looking looking at it now, the Gypsies only three players while the rest of our teams are forming due to some trading of picks. You got Maddo, Cleary, and Teddy. Not a, not a bad base to build off. Um, I'm going to stick solid. I'm going to stick solid with this uh, with, with with my structure here, and I'm going to take Reed Marnie at nine. I like that. Yeah, I, I like, like that. I like that, I like that so much. I was about to take him right after. 60, yeah, sixty-seven point eight average last year. He did only play seven games, but I think that's probably his lowest games played for his career. Um, he doesn't seem like the sort of cat that will flake out because he's leaving the next year, and I think he'll probably be the opposite to that. Um, and look, Mitch Rain is there, but I still think that uh, he probably gets that's a good 60-65 minutes. Um, yeah. There's, so. there's been a bit of debate in some of the group chats I'm part of, boys, and I'd love to get your insight on this between... Who is the better hooker? I'm not talking about better player, but I'm talking better hooker between Brandon Smith and Reed Marnie. I'm, I'm firmly on the Reed Marnie camp, but I know a lot I of people. I know a lot of people love cheese. So, I love cheese. Nothing's going to stop him when he starts barreling downwards towards a try line. I think that's what's so good, and he can do that out of hooker. But I just think cheese is just as good in second row as he is in hooker. But Marnie, he's just man. Last year. I remember I was at the first game of the year for the Bronx, the Bronx Eels game, and just watching that white headgear run around uh, Suncorp, I was like, oh, so he's come to play this year. You just knew straight away he was just hitting different last year. I'm I'm a big fan of Reed Marnie. Just watch, I... if you get a chance, watch, um, uh, when you watch a Reed Marnie game, watch where Moses and Brown get the ball. And I'm talking about, like, when positions he's, on the yeah, field, when they want it, but I'm talking about actual... It's out in front. It's it's on the front foot every single time. His service is just, it's it's elite. That's the one, that's the one thing I put against Brandon Smith is I remember a game pretty clearly. He about seven eight meters out, and he he tried to shovel the ball to Munster, and it just dribbled in front of him. And I just thought from then, like Marnie's service as a nine is just far and away superior than than Brandon Smith. I know Wilf was going to chime in with something before we cut him off. Oh, I was going to say, like, I think that they're very different. I mean, it's kind of like in mm. the heyday if you compare someone like an Isaac Luke to a Robbie Farah. Like, mm. both gun hookers just play really differently and they bring yeah. different things to the team, like Brandon Smith. And I, I will give him the benefit of a doubt because I don't think we've seen his best as a nine because he's been 
you know, asked to put on weight and play different roles and things like that. So he's been very open about when he's like, when, when he likes to play hooker, he wants to be around that 92, 93 kilogram range. And he's often been at 98 because he's been asked to play lock. So mm. it's a full preseason and hundred percent guarantee that he'll only play hooker. I think that's when we'll finally see his best. And that's when I think like, it doesn't seem like much, but I do know for these guys when they're taking hit ups and they're tired and, you know, an extra five, six kilos bending down, pick up the ball and pass it, it, it adds up. So I do think some of the bad service we've seen from yeah, cheese sure. is part of that. Um, but mm. yeah, like I said, I think if, if you're comparing them, it's really tough. I'd, I'd probably prefer Marnie as, as far as a, you know, a good fit for a team type thing. But I mean, some of the stuff that cheese can do is just no one else in the game can do that. Just mm. yeah. incredible. So, a lot of and, people love cheese because to, of the fact that he can, he can just barrel over for, for 10 tries a season. And I think it's not clouding people's judgment, but I think a lot of people do love that, that try scoring upside that he possesses. Yeah, Listen. and I'm just going to say I'm a little bit upset that uh, Marnie didn't make it to the Flyers' next pick because that, that just ruins <laughs> my Queensland spine. <laughs> at um, at 36 here, I'm going to take this is a keeper league, so with that in mind, I'm going to take who will be quite cheap to keep at a round five pick, Toby Sexton. Yeah, I was thinking Sexto there. Jeez. Yeah, should be yeah. should be gold. We'll probably go Crick, crickets. Yeah. Crickets, yeah. <laughs> not a lot of fanfare for sexy, hey. <laughs> you're not, you're not excited after his after his four games of uh of points to go off. No, I don't mind, but it's a pick for the climate, right? Like all the halfbacks went, have, all the goals have gone, so you you kind of have to reach. Yeah. You have to reach, and that's probably something to come from. You know, people out there are going to listen to this. And why mock drafts are so important is like you get a feel for maybe who you have to reach for if some of the key position players go well early. Like this, you know, someone might leave Cherry Evans on the table for round four, maybe, and therefore it does it dictates what happens after that. We've mm. taken the good halfbacks here, so Sexton's not necessarily a bad option at number five, but most times he'll probably go afterwards. But now in this, in this mock draft, it's once those runs start to happen, it. you either got to get on or remove yourself completely. hundred percent. I'll take yeah. here for the Royals. He's got McInnes, IPAP, the good Walker and Latrell. Uh, I'm going to take, you know, I might take Fisher Harris and prop. You, you, you didn't have a choice where to take him. He's only available probably this year, yeah. which, which was <laughs> that's true. A stiff one. All right. I don't know how the Australian back rower, New South Wales back rower, Tyson Frizzell, has fallen mm. all mm. the way down to pick thirty-eight. And he'll sneaky fifty-five average. Yeah. It's just there's something 55. about Tyson that just doesn't like excite me. But then when you look at the stats, you're like, oh. Oh, what? He's just a perennial 65 points happen? a game scorer. Yeah, yeah. Not a headline grabber, but he'd, he'd definitely do a job in anyone's side. The Virgins, it feels like it's been forever since we've taken Garrick. you got Fafita, Hughes, Garrick, and Nico Hines. Well, we do love a reach around, but in this, uh, in this uh, pick, we are going to take a bloke who doesn't 
like a reach around, but does like a toe suck. So we are going to take <laughs> Katoni Stags at pick four. You know, Stags oh, and Garrick in the center wings to lock that away. That could be a lot worse. I like a reach on Katoni Stags this year, actually. I think he's, uh, yeah, look, that is a big reach at round five. I think you can get some value out of him in, you know, kind of seven, eight, nine. But I agree with the Katoni Stags that everyone's been wanting to see for the last couple mm. of years. He basically had all of last year off, which was the year that we expect people to come back from the ACL and not be so dynamic. So he's going to be back um, this year, I think, pretty strong. And, and uh, look, um, the Bronx have got a sneaky, sneaky good centre three-quarter line in. I think they'll go with Stags, Herbie, and then on the wings have your mix of uh, uh, who they pick up. They picked up um, uh, Pereira. Uh, Lee, and then um, they'll have Corey Oates somewhere in that, that mix too, as well. So <laughs> Wilf, Wilf seems to think Corey Oates is just like a lifelong stay in that Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he, he'll be there, whether or not he deserves it or not. He'll I, th- be I there. thought he was career. I thought his career was bloody over last year, and I thought he snapped his bloody he's, he's yeah. a, a, a compound break. That, that was that was weird. Yeah, very weird, very weird. So yeah, Katani stags for me. Yeah, the flyers. The flyers on the back to back. We got the flyers on a back to back. DC monster Reese Walsh. Yeah, I think it's time to get some pigs, and mm. I'm a little surprised, but kind of. But then I look at it, maybe not too surprised. But Josh Papali'i here, mm. I think he's not the a bad shout. OG Papali'i. You're obviously going to want to see a bit more of, you know, the Ricky's choice um, rotation. <laughs> Yeah, but look, I, I back him to to have a have a better season. You know, we know how good he can be, and I think it's no 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 secret that last year was mediocre for him. So, just like his long luscious locks at the moment, I think he's going to have a nice bounce back. <laughs> Do we take two pigs here? Yeah, look, I thought about it, and I think I'm going to have to get a back roller though. So, this one, this pick, I think is going to be a little bit. A little bit controversial, but I'm going to go for the upside here. And I really liked what I saw in the back end. Oh, no. Um, this is exactly what I was going to take. I don't know. That, who, who do you reckon I'm going to go with? <laughs> Are you taking Karen? I'm going to go with the Seagull. Oh, go you're going with the Hemwall. Hemwall. Who is yeah. Someone else can spell that on the draft board for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> the block, the guacamole. Yeah, hey, just, hey, Whisperer, was that exactly who you were going to take? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> who do we take at 42? Oh, no, sorry. It's head. What am I talking yeah, yeah. about? Fafita, Hughes, Garrick, Stags, Nico. That's pretty tidy. And it's the Virgins, and we're going for another reach here. So just hang on a second. I'll figure out who I'm reaching for. <laughs> there's there's still some value fullbacks on the board, hey? Well, we've we've got Hines at fullback. Mm. So we're not going there. But look, we love a gamble. We love a risk, and we love a reach. But we're not going to do it in this pick. And we're going to take Isaiah Yo um, and chuck him in the back row. 
Didn't he lose some, some prestige when he lost that center wing spot? Look, he did, and, uh, you know, he, uh, 57 average isn't glamorous by any stretch of the imagination, but again, with the absence of Cleary, does he step that up a little bit more, probably? Mm. Um, and, you know, they've lost Kate well too on an edge there, so what does that mean? Don't know. So I guess it is maybe a little bit of a risk, but I think he's pretty safe there just to plug into my back row there. All right, who do we take here, Whisper of the Antelopes? You've got Harry Grant, Pangai Jr., Frizzell, Sam Walker, Burton, and Poto. Uh, yeah, I was thinking Wilfred was taking Josh Curran, but I will, I'll take Josh Curran. I like that. Nice. Yep. I think if we had 100% certainty, he's going to get uh, a proper role and like a nail-down role. I'd feel a lot more confident in that, but I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, the back row of the Warriors seems like it's still a bit up in the air, according to what I've read anyway. Especially with Nia Cora coming into that mix yeah, as well. Yeah, but you, you just got to think about how, well, about how well Curran played. Like, surely he's won the spot. Yeah, surely. I don't know. <laughs> We're talking about Nathan Brown here. <laughs> well, thinking, talking about things that are up in the air, I'm going to take Lucci here. Who knows That's if a he's four, four? Who even knows if he's playing at the Tigers this year? But he has a pretty tasty 62 average. So get him in. All right, back to back for the Wizards. Payne Haas, Angus Crichton, Murray, Keary, SJ, Dewey, Ponga. Solid. Very nice. Shit, Have we lost it's, you? It's, 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 sorry, it's just on, on me. I just I was I was just looking at all this, this beautiful back to back in uh, in round six and was was mesmerised. <laughs> so I need a centre wing. I need a hooker and and uh, and a front row forward. And hooker, there is sweet FA. Yeah, there's, the hooking is very rough this year. You're already down to the likes of... Jeremy I mean, Marshall King. still there. Reese Robson could maybe do a job. I mean, Appy Coruscant's available. I was just going to say, we're looking at over someone there, but I didn't want to put that in his mouth. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just too much to pass up, I think. I've, I've got to take Ralph Holmes here. Yeah, yeah. I like really that. But he's mm. not. He might be playing centre. Yeah, I know. He might be in the centres and he may not be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's no, it. It's still, it's still too much to he's pass. He's elite in the centres. Is he? Has he even played in the centres? <laughs> played the yeah. six or seven <laughs> rounds last year, didn't he? Down, down south of the border, he played a few games, if you remember. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> And on the back-to-back. I'm really looking at Luke Thompson here, but I've got no idea what the bloke's going to be doing, so it's just too too risky to, to take. Uh, give me give me Mo Fodawaker. Yeah, I like Ooh, that. that was nice. Yeah, Big I was looking at the last couple. Yeah, yeah, good pick. <sighs> and of course, you've taken my guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to pivot, then, instead of taking another pig for the Wombats. I'm going to go at the center wing, and this is a bit of a reach, I think, because it's a bit of an unknown, but you and Aitken, center wing, second yeah. row. Let's yeah. go. I was lining him up. <laughs> I mean, he's only going to play 10 games, but, yeah, it'll be a good 10 games. 
Well, that's the beauty about center wing only needing two of them, right? There's going to be so much on the waiver wire. It's true. <laughs> I'm going to take for the Lightning Brandon Smith, Tolhu Harris, Sexton, and Turbo. What about? Could be a bit risky, but I'm feeling like gags. Yeah. Actually, no, no. I I changed that. No, that's to my boy. Johnston, get him in. AJ. Yeah, that's even though I That's even low I for kind me. Of feel like, I kind of feel like you've left someone on the table here, man. Well, <laughs> there's, I a, do there's have, a center. There's a, yeah. I have the back to back, so I might take. <laughs> it's not, it's going to be the wrong choice. I just not, but I'm going to take Zach Lomax as well. Johnston and Lomax. Oh, that, actually, that's that's not horrible. Actually, I wasn't even thinking of him, but that's not horrible at all. That's that gets pick. the that gets the center wing squared away. Yeah, I was kind of looking at Lomax too, but oh well. All right, with the Wombats back on the board, I'm gonna have to go back up, up, um, get a forward, I reckon, because who have I got here? You know, Cook, Schuster, Hunt, Luai, Aitken, Happenhausen. So, um. In the front row forward, it's getting a little bit, little bit scary. So, look, I'm going to go with someone who's probably going to get called upon to play a bit more minutes, and one of my favourite players. So, get in my team, Christian Welsh. Yeah. Yes, I like that. No, that's a safe pick. pick. Yeah, definitely a safe pick. Just hopefully, it stops getting knocked out. <laughs> All right, the Gypsies are back with their fifth pick of the draft. <laughs> Marnie, Matto, Cleary, and Teddy. Hang on, where are we? We're at uh, pick 51 here. Yes. Uh, okay, who did I just want to grab? I just saw him. Oh, yes. I will take Joseph Manu, please. Yes, I like that. How good Manu is Manu? Is so good. He's so good. Too, so too good. good to be... Too good to be flailing at at, uh, at centers at the Roosters. He should be uh, he should be in the number one somewhere for someone. Totally agree. Should have been should have been a number one for the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, all the all the Warriors. I don't, I, well, I don't know. I guess they got Reese Walsh, but yeah, I don't know. He should have been someone's fullback. That's for sure. He'll probably end up at the Dogs, man. He'll probably ah, he will. He's going to be at the Dogs in like twenty-four. <laughs> I'm going to take for the Lightning. He's got Smith, Torhu, Sexton, Johnston, Lomax, and Turbo. I'm going to take Barnett. Yeah, nice. Oh, and then the Royals. I'll take McInnes, Fisher, Harris, Ipap, Lucci, Walker, Littrell. Let's get in. <laughs> My boy, Lindsay Collins. High school best nice. friend. <laughs> I think he's up for a big one this year. He was good before he went down. He was being very solid before he went down. I think he's in for a big year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Just going to that ACL's nice and strong. <laughs> All right. Wispy, still no fullback for the Antelopes. Still no fullback for the Antelopes, but we'll, 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 hold, we'll hold strong. I mean, none, none of us need one, so you might as well. Let's see how low Gutho goes. Give me, give me Denny, <laughs> Denny Terps at pick 54. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. Oh, and Toops. Last this this fills the Wizards, or you can start filling the bench. 
All he needs is a hooker, and then we can start filling the bench. Or just go for the bench picks now. This is this is tough. I, I'm probably going to need a starting center wing for now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Just remember Dwayne's there. <laughs> and you know what? Give me give me big Greg Mazu. Ah, I like that. <laughs> You just gotta hope anything. he's in the team, but he'll he'll deliver whenever he is. <laughs> the Marzasaurus. <laughs> we we're saying Toto's like a prop. This bloke is a prop. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> All right, the Flyers. Papa, OG, Flyers. Guac, Chaz, Munster, Walsh. He's only got a Flyers. Only have a couple of picks left, right? One more. <laughs> yeah, two more in the top two ten. More. Right, better get him a hooker then. <laughs> that is struggle straight. Yeah. Uh, look, with the hooker position the way it is, I think just going to stick with someone who's going to be there pretty much all season. Jaden Braley. Safe yeah. pick. Nothing too flash, but he'll get the job done. I mean, if you don't have Grant, we're all guessing anyway. <laughs> Fair call. Wizards. Do you take the other one? Oh. <sighs> There's fuck all here, isn't there? <laughs> oh, God. Just... <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. Aaron Clark might be a starting hooker somewhere, right? <laughs> I'm just looking at, I'm looking at Sam Verrill thinking, like, does he, just, does he just start? I mean, are we all that down on Appy? Or is he gone? Oh, has Appy not been taken? <laughs> No, no, oh, just, yeah, Holly, just give me happy then. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'd already written him in. I'd already written him in on my list. I was like, Happy's there. No one's taking him. Uh, oh, you hate it. You hate to see it. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. Jacob Whittle's still there. <laughs> oh, did, he get, did he actually get vaccinated though, Happy? <laughs> I think he's on his first uh, dose from what I from what I understand. Yeah, fair enough then. That's that's good enough. <laughs> so that yeah, I've just I've just blown up your plans. All right, so I've got fifty-eight here, and we do need a hooker. Um, so I will, again, in the theme of the virgins being here, I'm going to take Blake Braley. <laughs> it felt like all last season, Blake. Rayleigh was pretty much on waivers or just constantly cycling in and out of teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, yeah. People it was one of our guys where just like everyone had him game, for a week. He's yeah. like, you know, in yeah, primary school it. how you have the class toy and you, it's, everyone gets to take him home once a week? That was Blake Braley. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess the position that the, the Wizards are in now is we can take some punts on guys, so... Oh, absolutely. Give me... And, and still getting that, like... Oh, wait, it's, it's the antelope scent. Oh, sorry, it's the antelope Oh, this is a bit of a letdown. Um, that front rower in the... Fo- I mean, still take punts. Uh, yeah. Um, do I need a front row forward? Jesus. We're getting, we're getting slim pickings. Give me the 18th best front rower last year. Newly re-signed. Junior Paulo, I think he's still on the board. Yeah, yeah he is he still was, out He there. was the one. He was the one. I do like that. But the Royals. Sheesh, no halfback. 
Sheesh. Look at that. Who is available? Um, no center wings either. I, I might take for the Royals. What about... Jeez, what about... I'm going to take Mitch Moses and hope that he has a bounce oh, back here. good pick. Yeah, that's a good pick. I didn't want to say his name before when Sexton was taken, <laughs> but I was like, why is Sexton going when there's still <laughs> Moses in the board? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But right. if it's a keeper league, you got Moses in round eight. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's solid. So all, all, all I'll have to give up next year is an eighth and a ninth, and you keep Mitch Moses. I'll, I'll take that most days. Especially if the Eels like uh, somehow find a way to play the full season next year. <laughs> all right. All bench players now for the Wizards. Start taking yeah. those punts. Give me Luke Thompson. Give me Luke Thompson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Who's up now? The Gypsies are back. The Gypos. All right. Um, we might take Jack Whiten at six. <laughs> hoping for a bounce back. Yeah, hoping for a huge bounce back, but don't know. I, I, I seriously got to try and avoid Canberra players like the plague this year. I don't know who is yeah, the standout for them. Don't know. But we'll take Jack Whiten. Hey, you've got you've got who won the Dally M and who could have won, should have won the Dally M on the same team. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Wilf, you got Cookie, Welsh, Schuster, Hunt, Luai, Aitken, and Pappy. That's pretty tidy. I'm a little surprised he's still here, but I'm going to grab another pig. Daniel Saifidi. Yeah. Yeah, I think him, pairing him with um, Welsh, that, I'll have to look at that. Yeah. That's just that's just a set and forget type vibe. They're not going to blow anyone out of the water, but they're not going to leak too many points in the in the matchup either. Virgins. Blake Braley, Fafita, Yo, Hughes, Garrick, Staggs, and Nico. Again, we're we're a reach team, so we might take Carmichael. No, we won't take Carmichael. <laughs> we will take <laughs> we will take Scotty Drinkwater at six, please. I don't even. So what, what's happening with Drinkwater? I, I'm a well, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I'm confused. Know, is he is he I, even I going? To, there was talk about going to the Knights. Has been. Oh, hang on, hang on. Can I can I backtrack on that pick, or is that in, yeah. in stone now? Nah, go I ahead. Go ahead. Because I don't think Dylan Brown. Be... Dylan Brown. Dylan Brown. Dylan oh, Brown. I'd, I'd take Scotty, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Dylan Brown. <laughs> I think Dylan Brown's a sure to start at least. I wasn't sure about Scotty, so uh, yeah, I'll take Dylan Brown. All right, Wizards. We're on the bench still. Uh, I'll take an, I'll take another pig. I'll take Tino Faasul Malawi. Yep, I like yeah, very that. Good. Wombats. Back again. So looking here, uh, looking, I mean, I need another back rower and also need another center wing. So I might pick someone who could fill in both spots, Jack Bird. Yeah, yeah nice. he could do anything this year, couldn't he? Well, he's still in the mix, apparently, to start on the edge. So if he gets that, then great. If he, if he's not, I mean, he's still been a 55 average playing center. So again, dual position playing the draft, that's always been pretty handy. Damn. Aitken and Bird, you, you've you've filled out a team with no center wing. That's good. 
All right, gypsies. You need front okay. row, second row, center wing. I'm going to go Jason Tamalolo. Oh! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh! Oh, forgot he was a thing. 67. Pick what is that? 67. I mean, but, but, oh. based on last season's form, that's that's a big reach. I think he was 101st last year. <laughs> oh, Surely my. it can't be two years in a row. Surely it oh, can't be two I don't know. My. It depends if Todd, Brayton, Todd Payton wants to make he him bra- his, break his hands yeah. again. Yeah, that's it. Wow. 100%. So... Oh, I can't believe we all forgot. <laughs> oh, I was taking Barnett off the board. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I don't know what's worse. Lolo Lolo going at, uh, was it 67 or Gutho going at 70th? <laughs> yeah, Gutho's still out there, isn't he? I'm going to take... Matt Dufty's still there, I'm pretty sure, as well. Dufty's still there, yeah. Let's take... Jeez. Um... I might take, geez, front row's dire, isn't it? I'm gonna take TKO. Yeah, fair. Uh, isn't he? Isn't he already off? Isn't he the... gone at Super League? I thought he was Super League next year, was he? Wait, wait, wait. This is the first I'm hearing of him to the Super League. What? Yeah, he's going to play in France. Yeah, right. Why? But is that this year? I think it's this year, man. Yeah, I'll take so. oh, Hang on. Likely 2020. Three and beyond. Okay, so maybe the Roosters get him for one more oh, okay. year. Why isn't the NRL team picking him up? I oh, know, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's oh, a fucking... The hell? It's crazy, right? Yeah, right. Chasing the money. Guess he's just chasing the money. Oh, fair play to him. You know, I'm going to rattle the cage here just to piss off uh, Josh. Uh, I do need two center wings, but I'm taking Gutho for the bench. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just take to. I'll just take Dufty. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's but hey Gutho to start the to start the first two games and Latrell to come in then you can flick Gutho for some trade bait hey not bad yeah um, give me Dufty but still Dufty at 70th Gutho at 69th yeah that's Lolo that's at 67th what are we doing boys is, is Dufty even in, like, I mean, this is 18 league. Like, why is he getting drafted again? <laughs> he was he was the he was the ninth best fullback last year. And the only one inside of that is Alex Where's, Johnston. Where's Will best. Kennedy? Will Kennedy was Surely 11th. Will Kennedy's. Oh, hey, Matt, 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 Dufty Af- Matt Dufty averaged more than Callum Ponga last year. So put some respect on the name. Yeah, I like Dufty. <laughs> Him and his uh, old right, black version. boots <laughs> that look like right. primary school shoes. <laughs> All right, the Virgins are up at 71, and in the true spirit of the reap, we are going Stefano Uitigamano. I like, I like that. that. Yeah. We've just taken Gutho, <laughs> and then we're taking <laughs> Stefano. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus. All right, the Flyers for the last pick of this top 10. Everyone <laughs> else's teams are about to be filled. There's still a lot of holes. But at yeah. least he can cry into his championship trophy. <laughs> uh, this is a bit tough because obviously there's multiple spots needing someone, but he doesn't have a center wing. So I think 
uh, that that's where I'm going to have to go. And I'm a little bit, yeah, this is a bit tough because normally I would be a big fan of Dane Gagai, but new team, and I'm not sure that's really where I want to go. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah Gag- that's right. Gags so he's not to the night. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, the big issue there. Um, yeah, I feel like I've kind of hamstrung myself when I drafted to another team. But look, I think I might go David Nofaluma. Yeah, that's late for him too, isn't it? Mm. I mean, at the very least, he's still going to bang out a lot of work. And yeah, I think that he's going to have a better... He's surely going to have a better year than last year, right? <laughs> I like Noffa there. That's crazy value. Especially for him. That's, that, that, is a, that is a parachute for a team that has that few picks. Grab a Noffa there. That's good value. All right, the Wizards. Still uh... three more picks of this top 10 draft. <laughs> give me give me the 46th best player last year in Jesse Romian. Yeah, I like it. Especially right. if Nico does have a positive impact on the Sharks' attack. Then yeah, you'd I think, think, you'd think he'd go there. Urgent, send them off. Fill the team. One more front row forward needed. Give me JSAF. JSAF. Yeah, go the brother. Yeah, I like you know, we, ha- we have a joke in our league because when we did our first draft, actually the Royals... Knows bugger all about the NRL, and he's sitting there next to uh, the Lightning boy, and he goes, um, "Who should I take next? I need a front rower." And then Zap goes, "Oh, just take Saifidi." And I was punching in all the names in the offline draft, and he goes, "I want Saifidi." And then I go, "Which one, mate?" And then he turns to Zap, having no clue, looks back at me and goes, "Ah, uh, the good one." So now Jacob Saifidi is known as the bad Saifidi. I'm just having a look at this team, and this is no slight on Wilfred's drafting skills, not by any stretch, but holy fuck, the Flyers team is dog shit. <laughs> like, and that's and that's not and that's and that's not a slight against Wilfred's drafting skills, but like that's just not. Oh, it's, there's yeah. not much you can do with three picks. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They've had like three picks all night. You when know, when gets, uh, when Reese Walsh quality. is your third best player, like. Fuck. It was my third. So what am I gonna do? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's not nothing against you. It's just I love I love the idea of trading away um, your draft picks <laughs> to chase the glory of last year. But then again, he's sitting on a title, so fair play. All right, the Antelopes—they filled their team after <laughs> a weird trade last year. I think he got an extra pick in the fifth from me last year for. Uh, Ryan James at some point. Nice. <laughs> Value. So, so, so he's now picking his bench. Um, give me Josh Adokar. Yeah, go the Fox. Royals, my last pick. I need a center wing. Oh, I don't get Fox. All right, I need a center wing. I'm going to take... Actually, no. I'm going to take on the bench, Adam Fanua Blake. Oh, you prick. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good shout. I'd already, really nice. I'd already written him into my uh, into the Dippo's <laughs> front row. I was like, no one's even seen him. Uh, good pick. Very good pick. <laughs> now, we know, Wizards again. We know that uh, dual position players are, are very, very handy to have, and um, this man's been given dual position 5-8 this year in, in AJ Brimson. Oh, that's compared that's to last pick. year. I took AJ. I took AJ Brim. I took AJ Brimson with the twelfth pick last year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, AJ's getting trained by the goat Darren Lockyer. 
a man that knows a thing or two about going from fullback to five eight. So who knows? Who knows what he could be? <laughs> Gypsies, center wings last and front pick. rows needed. Boy, this is our last pick. Um, yep. So we will take. Uh, we're going to take Matt Lodge. <laughs> oh, isn't that a rough one to say out loud? <laughs> It is, it is, but the, yeah, it is. Goes against everything I believe in as a human being, but it's happened. <laughs> All right, we've got Wilfred's last pick for the Wombats. You could fill the team or go to the bench. Nah, I'm going to fill the team. Just going to go for a little bit more upside. And, you know, he had a pretty good season last year, but Keon Kalomantangi, I reckon. Yeah, I like that. Another round to improve theirs. Yep. I was an owner. I'm a believer. He's he's great. So good. Such good lines. Bennett, Bennett used him really well, though. Bennett started him on an edge and then shifted him in the middle. That's that's super coach gold. You're just like, okay, so for your for your break, you're going to go into the middle. So yeah, he was he was great. And I don't know. And I mean, I, sorry, Wolf, you go. I was going to say, realistically, Demetrius has been the one who's been coaching the team anyway. Bennett's the one copping all the heat in the media. So I reckon. Yeah, I reckon a lot of what we saw last year is going to just be ongoing. So, yeah, look, I like it. <laughs> From a classic standpoint, it's it's funny that we had this we had this discussion last year. It was it was Brian Toto or, or this man that we're picking now, and um, obviously Brian Toto turned out to be the, the better buy, but Brian Kelly uh, going this this low down. Yeah, very good. Yeah, very good pick. Although he's an anti vaxxer isn't he? Is he? Oh well, that's why he's on the, that's yeah. why that's why he's the last spot on the bench. Well, there we have got the first ten rounds done. Hey, just quietly, who do you, which team you reckon has the best form after the first ten rounds? Surely it's going to be the Wizards. Right? Don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't want to sound too don't want to sound too biased. To <laughs> <laughs> you got like this twice is... the number of ticks and. After the other teams, <laughs> it shows you what you can get for giving up a, a first rounder. How how big of a mistake do you think the boys in my league have made by giving me this opportunity? What, what have you got? Six <laughs> six, six, six pick, year, yeah, six picks, six pick, and this is a non captains league, isn't it? Non captains keeper league, so they're set up for failure for a few years here. So you've got six <laughs> six picks. In the first I three rounds. I thought the Gypsies' th- third round next year, too, was part of my deal for giving him that 3-4. So half, hey, half, your be... side, half your side is done after the third round. Yeah, pretty incredible. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Super Coach never sleeps. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, thanks very much for that. Uh, you can find all these boys. All their socials will be linked in the description uh yeah thanks a lot boys that was good fun maybe one day we'll have to finish off the the league but the the beauty of having so many bench players is that after this on draft night it just turns into a piss up because we're just picking bench players off the board so it's all just punts yeah yeah absolutely yeah good chat boys loved it good stuff all right good fun thanks, good guys. fun thanks for having me bye for now yeah thanks thanks tommy